Epilogue, A Priest on Horseback, Father Farmer, 1720-1786, to by Eva K. Betts. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. Epilogue, Father Farmer, 1720-1786. to In St. Joseph's Church in Philadelphia, the body of Father Farmer lies. Few of the people who pass by know of the great man who is buried there. Just why he changed his name from Steinmeier to Farmer is not certain. Some accounts say it had to do with an inheritance, and was done when he entered the Jesuits in 1743. Others maintain that the change was made when he came to this country for the comfort of the people among whom he was to work. Whatever the reason, he was called Father Farmer when he arrived as a missioner in 1752. Some of his professors in the seminary thought that he should not be sent to the missions, certainly not to China where he wanted to go. He had a brilliant mind, particularly in philosophy and astronomy, and they felt the order could use him at home. But he felt very strongly the call to preach the word of God in foreign lands, and was permitted to answer that call. From 1752 to 1758, his headquarters were in Lancaster, where he worked with Father, later Bishop John Carroll. At the end of those six years, he was sent to Philadelphia, a move which delighted him for many reasons. First, it brought him nearer New Jersey, a large colony into which many Catholics were immigrating, and which had no priest. Secondly, Philadelphia was a center of intellectual stir in life, and Father Farmer had by no means left his brains behind in Europe. So his assignment was one which allowed him to exercise his missionary zeal to the fullest, and at the same time gave him the opportunity to keep his mind sharp and polished. Philadelphia in no way welcomed Catholics, but they were not so repressed there as in neighboring New Jersey. New Jersey, on the other hand, was not so bitter as New York. Each time Father Farmer went across the river from Bergen County, or by boat from Elizabeth in New Jersey to New York, he risked his life. But he made the trip several times, going and coming under the cover of darkness, baptizing, hearing confessions, marrying people, in conditions like those of the early Christians in the catacombs. A writer of Father Farmer's Times describes him as of slender form, having a countenance mild, gentle, and bearing an expression almost seraphic. Yet, for all his outward mildness, within him a white-hot flame burned a consuming love of God, which made him willing to run all risks, a flame which enkindled those whom he instructed. When at last New York City could have a parish church, Father Farmer established the parish. The trails of New Jersey were long and tortuous, but he never found them too long or too wearying. And if on his way up or down the colony he heard of a single Catholic family he had not yet visited, he would go many miles out of his way to call on them. The outbreak of the Revolution made his work even more difficult. General Howe's army occupied Philadelphia from September 27, 1777, to June 1778. In that army were many English, Irish, and German Catholics, all of whom became the temporary children of Father Farmer, in addition to his already large flock. It was a superhuman task which faced the priest, but his slender form never bent beneath the load. He worked on tirelessly. When the war was over, there was a lessening in the anti-Catholic feelings in the colonies become states. The abatement was slight, it is true, but it was there nonetheless, 
helped to some degree by the letter in which George Washington thanked the Catholics for their part in the Revolution, and expressed the hope that their fellow citizens would never forget their contribution. Over the years, Father Farmer had written a few articles for scholarly journals, and a correspondent with students, particularly astronomers, in various parts of the world. His name became known among scholars, first abroad and then in the United States. In 1779, he was appointed to serve on the Board of Trustees of the University of Pennsylvania, an amazing tribute to a Catholic priest in those days. With all these activities, he never lost sight of his vocation as a missioner. Philadelphia had a second Catholic church now, St. Mary's. It was in St. Mary's in 1786 that Father Farmer's funeral mass was said. He died after a short illness following a trip to New York. The newer, larger church was needed to hold the many, many mourners who wanted to attend the services. But his burial was in old St. Joseph's, the little Gothic chapel from which he had served so many for so long. End of epilogue. Recording by Maria Therese. End of Priest on Horseback, Father Farmer, 1720-1786 to by Eva K. Betts.